You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. Everybody, welcome to Fanatics, recorded live just below the Hollywood Hills at the world-famous Laugh Factory. Today, we are joined by the great Lori Douglas and our fantastic producer, Shithead Tommy. How are you guys doing? Pretty fucking good. Holy shit, what month is it, guys? It's July. It's fucking July, and, and it done. is the most dog-ass week in sports of the year. Like, all we have going on is the British Open, and that's it. And I love the British Open, and that makes me interminably happy. But do you guys like the British Open? I mean, I used to back back in my golf days. Oh, really? You had golf days, Tommy? What was that when you were on like the South Carolina local high school golf team? <laughs> North Carolina, but you nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Douching hard with some khaki shorts and some lacrosse <laughs> solid polos. Shooting 45s. Making oh, varsity. I love Look it, Tommy, making go. varsity. Eight people in the whole school on the team. So uh, <laughs> just enough to get funding. But I once got scouted to play golf in high school. Oh, really? Yeah. What happened with my that? My PE teacher saw me play basketball. He's like, I love your competitive spirit. You should play golf. Yo, I, I like, think I your PE teacher that... was creeping on you. That doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> I know. whatsoever. I was like... Was he even the golf coach? He's like, yeah, here, he let, me show you, oh. let me show you how to make this swing. You just got to... You know what oh, I mean? Oh, my God. Oh my God that's that's, so that was creepy. Tommy. Tommy's move that he used to pull all the time. Is that your move? Uh, that's my mini golf move. <laughs> the mini golf move. <laughs> but it is the dog ass uh, week of the summer where there's absolutely no fucking sports. Like everything good has ended. Even NBA free agency has come to a bit of a standstill. Wimbledon is over. And that's like the only sports going on are like tennis and golf, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And, and regular season baseball. Rich people sports. Them country club sports. Th- them country club sports. So basically, I'm like, I don't know, unless you're into esports right now, that's really all the fuck there is to. Do. There's some tight esports shit going on right now. I guess. Speaking of which, we are going to be twitching today. I guess it's going to come out during or after we're twitching. But if you listen to this, come tune into that. Um, Laugh Factory has that going on. But yeah, video games as a sport are becoming insanely huge. I'm going to read you a statistic that I had no idea. I generally think esports are kind of dumb. Um, but listen to this, okay? Ba 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 ba. We're waiting. You're waiting. You're waiting on my facts, right? So, according to the Washington Post, right? Where are my fucking facts? You had... Sean's got facts. I had so many facts. We'll just do a little duet over here. I went to an event right now. Go ahead. What was your esports event? I went to an esports event and it was a Street Fighter championship, and I was in it. And the guy next to me that I was playing against put on compression sleeves, gloves. He had his own controller. Okay. He had glasses. Okay. He took it so seriously, and he whooped my. Ass. Fucking compression gloves. That's because he's beaten off so hard. He's got to fucking keep the yeah, inflammation he said down. Carpal tunnel is a real thing. He plays Damn. for like sixteen <laughs> hours a day. That is crazy to me. Okay, so here it is. In viewership in the United States by twenty twenty one, what do you think the leading 
uh, the leading sport is going to be. E-sports. No, it's not (laughs) (laughs) E-sports. What do you think? It's still going to be the NFL. Space car racing? Space car racing. (laughs) I would watch watch the shit out of space car racing. Crashes would be crazy. The NFL will have 141 million, million viewers, okay? Who is number two? Esports. Now is when you chime in, Lori. Mm. Number two with 84 million. Um, then we go the MLB uh, 79, NBA 63, NHL 32, and MLS 16 million. Um, already, <laughs> MLS sounds like a disease. <laughs> it is a disease, actually. <laughs> oh, then I was ALS. right. Uh, ALS. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Thanks, Tommy. Um, I am Ice Indian, but I only play a doctor <laughs> on TV. I know, that's the only way. The only way I would know. Uh, so then this. So in China, on the last uh, eSports Dota or League of Legends, one of these, uh, they had 106 million viewers, which is roughly equivalent to the Super Bowl. And that's today. Wow. That is fucking today. You know what I mean? So, like, what's that old saying? Like, a billion people in China don't give a shit. A billion people in China don't give a fuck about the NFL. Esports is going to be, like, by 2050, it's going to be, like, huge. You know what I mean? And we already hate physical activity. When's the last time you did physical activity, Tommy? A week ago. Exactly. A fucking week ago. But I did it for the sole purpose of doing it. What did you do? What was your physical activity? (laughs) You're lying now. You're making shit up. (laughs) What do you bench? What do you bench? Lifted some weights. I ate... Uh, pokey 30 minutes before I went and I got nauseous 10 minutes in. Dude. Of course. I mean, you get nauseous with pokey no matter what. Horrible, and then you horrible idea. You need something out? to soak it in, but man tits are here to stay. Here's what I'm telling you. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. It's like it, the ideal will be no longer to be like, you know, Federer or LeBron. You'll just want to be like that fat kid who makes 15 million playing video games all day because who wouldn't rather do that than be in a gym like sweating their asses off for like 20 fucking hours a day you know ladies what I'm want but a little extra to love you know yeah but like 15 16 hours a day of doing straight anything i think would be a little exhausting well yeah well that's how you get good at stuff right the ten thousand hours but i guess also like in south korea it's already insanely huge uh but there you know you just see how cultures are kind of uh you know, they're formed around different things. I guess private tutors, some private tutors in like South Korea get paid the same way like sports stars do here. Like wow. if you were to hire your kid for a private tutor. So what's what I'm saying? America, we're fucked. We need to get on our game again. Oh my God, I need we to We need to get on our smart shit. Instead, we got this uh, like, uh, like everyone thinks the moon landing is fake and we're going to be storming uh, Area 51 apparently. It's like. Oh my God, that is going to happen. Do you <laughs> think it's thing. truly going to happen? No. I, I think so. Did you people see are some people go. are going to show up? No. Did you see the guy who's organizing it? No. He's a fu- he looks like a mall ninja. He looks like one of those guys who goes to the mall to buy like swords from the mall and stuff. You know what I mean? It's he's definitely fat. a joke. Can you imagine though? He's got Carmelo their swords and all their yeah, random shit. He's got shit. Carmelo Anthony breasts. That that motherfucker ain't moving out of his couch. I promise you. <laughs> yeah, the only area he's getting to is like the I don't know coronary heart disease in like 15 <laughs> years. You know, but I don't know. It's crazy to me that that you know you have a sport that's not even really a sport, but everyone just like accepts it that it's fine now you know like people should be ridiculing this more like justin bieber people should be ridiculing justin bieber more but we just accept (laughs) him as cool you know what i mean like that never should have happened like there was no young eminem to be like yo you suck you're fucking lame (laughs) you know like eminem took out like nsync and backstreet boys and all those motherfuckers and they became lame for a while until they became ironically cool we need more bullies is what i'm saying eminem was the last media bully 
Uh, we can't let these nerds run out of control, man. Yeah, but now we just have trolls all <laughs> over the internet. Yeah. I know. They're so, all over. Mm, which gets me back to my point. Can we do a quick, uh, Tommy, can we get the intro music for uh, Sean is right all the time, please? Can we get that? Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Thanks. I appreciate yeah, that. Thanks. So what is PTI talking about yesterday? This is why you should listen to this podcast. Who introduced this podcast into the cultural you know, sphere? None other than fanatics. None other than Sean Joshi. What is PTI talking about yesterday? Parody in the NBA. How it's not good enough and how it's causing viewership to go down and not translating into uh, ratings like, say, the NFL. You know, so where is this yesterday? I'm sitting on my couch. I'm watching them talking about it. I'm saying, those sons of bitches. I was doing that shit a week ago on a weekly show. You were. And I was ahead of it. You but know. no one was listening. I'm just kidding. We were listening. We were listening. We were listening. The but, fanatics uh, were listening. The fanatics were listening. We knew. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, so like the whole concept of, you know, the NBA, uh, you know, grouping in these superstar team clusters and how somehow that helps for ratings. Of course, if you have like all those players on the Lakers and you have all those players on the Clippers, that's going to have a short term kind of gain. And that those games are going to have huge ratings. But literally anybody else that's playing is not going to have great ratings. So you look at the NFL right now. What could possibly be in the regular season the biggest ratings matchup? It could very well be Indianapolis Colts versus Kansas City Chiefs. Okay? Are either of those a big market? No. no. When's the last time you went to, uh, you know, went to a club out in Kansas City, Tommy? Never. When's the last time Mr. Beat Them Cheeks went to St. Louis and got dirty in there? Huh? Not once. Not once, right? No one gives a shit. But because those teams are viable, because those leagues have parity, you have a healthy system which each and every team can expect to compete in a short-term time. So that also lends to viewership ratings. So if my team sucks... This year, if I suck this year, I know in the NFL I can go from worst to first. I can be good next year. I can be good the year after that. Whereas the NBA, if I'm in the dog hole, it's going to be five, six, seven years, if at all, I'll ever get a chance. So you're immediately taking 30% of the franchises out of the league and not making them viable at all from like a viewership standpoint. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just glad this is finally entering the cultural ether because the basketball is my favorite sport. What's your yeah. favorite sport, Tommy? Soccer. Exactly. And you know what I don't <laughs> want to happen to basketball? <laughs> Become the most popular sport in the world? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If it takes what's becoming like soccer, yeah, yes. for sure. Because how many leagues, how many cups are going on right now? Uh, You know, each country has four probably. So. Yeah, like like Liverpool the right now is playing like three different cups. Like you can't keep these fucking, <laughs> you can't keep this shit straight. You know what I mean? It's like, that's also why there's so many goddamn hooligans because you guys have no fucking off season. Nobody gets a <laughs> chance. Nobody gets a chance to go back to their life. You know what I mean? Because there's always games. They never get that like context, which is why this week is actually good. <laughs> it is good. Because I would end up as a fucking soccer hooligan without it, you know? Yeah. I'm like reconnecting with life. I'm talking to my family again. You know what I mean? Remembering their names. Yeah. Remembering their names. They're like, not as happy about it, but, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that, that is definitely true. We're going to see Lion King this weekend with my brother and sister, which should be fun. I've heard such mixed stuff about that. Yeah, last time I went to Lion King, my three-year-old brother cried like a little bitch. We had to pull him out of the theater. He was sobbing so hard. So we're going to go as long as he can handle it this time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But uh, I heard yeah. that lions don't emote very much emotion, so you're good. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Are you saying I'm going to cry, Lori Douglas? No, I don't think that anyone's going to cry. I haven't cried since I'll cry for Beyonce's Jerry Maguire. Fucking Jerry Maguire did it to me. Fuck that and Cinderella Man when he's uh, begging for the money at Madison Square Garden. When was the last time time. you cried? Uh, (laughs) Never. Never cries. Last week when he was working out. Sometimes I will recently just get. Like, whenever emotional. I smoke weed, I'll just get emotional. Like, if I hear the wrong song, I'll be like, I gotta go home. I gotta you know? leave. <laughs> like, I cut backs in the weed. Weeds makes you emo, man. Dude, it, for it sure. Does. And it gives me little Carmelo titties, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> it makes you eat quit, a lot, and it makes yeah, you paranoid. I quit working out. I start getting in on those Funyuns, lots of Postmates. Like, I will double back a Postmates order. You know what I mean? Postmates. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm still hungry. Let's Postmates it again. You know what I'm saying? For the dessert. But anyways, uh, yeah, I was so I was so sad about Federer Djokovic. Like, insanely sad. I woke up early in the morning. I watched this incredible five-set match. My man, Roger fucking Federer, the Swiss Miss, back slicing, dicing. It's grass court. It's Wimbledon. It's fucking Wimbledon in the summertime. We're doing it, baby. Djokovic just took out Nadal. Djokovic, fifth fucking set okay just broke his ass and i'm like i live right above Runyon canyon and the doors open and i'm yelling break his ass fucking break his ass right and he gets him and he breaks him and he has two fucking championship points to take out djokovic two championship points on serve you know what i mean that's like the equivalent of having like you're up like four points in the NBA with a minute left and you're shooting free throws. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck is happening here, guys? The Oregon Trail was all moving shit. Things are happening. They're you know, getting ready to twitch. Provisions, can we close that door, please? It's We're not shooting a podcast or anything. It's okay, guys. He's like, it's not even recording. No, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so two championship points on serve and he fucking eats two big fucking dicks and that Serbian motherfucker comes back and be I was crestfallen Lori you were Douglas. Sad? I was so fucking sad. Was he sad? Did he get emotional? Did he slam his No, he seemed to be fine with it. Somehow I was more <laughs> sad for Federer than I. Why am I more sad for Federer? Doesn't he have than a hot wife? Cares? Is or am I getting him confused with all the other tennis guys? You're getting him confused with all the other tennis guys. Yeah. It's kind of like, have you seen that episode of Curb where he picks that lawyer? Yeah. Because the wife is kind of <laughs> meh. And he's like, that's how you know you can, you can trust <laughs> Oh my God. No, but why do I care so much, guys? What is it? What am I lacking in my life I that I care so much about? watching Joker the is? old legends fall, you know? Yeah. There's something you know, sad about that. There's something mm. about all the people that were institutions and pillars yeah. of sports are all kind of just being phased out. Yeah. Ian, she, we can hear that door, brother. Makes you realize you just can't Thank depend you. on anybody. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like, I think you hit the nail on the head, but it's the, I think there's a nostalgia factor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like nostalgia is so fucking hot these days. It's so in. And it's because our, there's a combination of things going on with our generation. First of all, the baby boomers fucked everything up. They didn't yeah. leave enough of a of the pie for us, enough of a growth opportunity. We're going to be the first generation to kind of make less than them. And the second thing going on there is we're also just like we don't want to do anything a little bit till. You know yeah. what I mean? I think like the reason Stranger Things and shit like that is so popular and other nostalgia 90s things is because it allows us to go back to a time when we didn't have responsibility. You know what I mean? When we didn't have to do shit. 
like when your biggest concern was, oh shit, is the pizza gonna get here before Full House starts? You know, before Are You Afraid of the Dark is on or some Snick as shit. A good show. Or in your case, I don't know what the fuck you guys were watching, SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What were you slamming Friday nights before you discovered going out? You know, before you could go out. What did I like to watch? Um, I don't know. I watched SNL with my friends a lot. On Friday nights, <laughs> you can close the door. Not on Friday okay. nights, Thanks, bro. Uh, so really, you were just out people at twelve were, years old, just on this Tommy on the streets. People like, were watching Jersey Maguire Shore. <laughs> there wasn't like necessarily one show we all watched. We mostly just watched YouTube videos. Oh my god, Tommy, I hate you so much. <laughs> what about you, Lori? What was your jam growing up? What was your jams? I liked SNL. And unfortunately, I liked Growing Pains, which is like super embarrassing. Growing Pains had the greatest intro music. <laughs> I loved Growing Pains. Out of <laughs> any Leonardo show DiCaprio. ever. No, I mean like like intro music to shows used to be a real art. You know yeah. what I mean? Like 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 that shit would slap. You would actually want to listen to it. Now no one gives a shit about it because you just skip it. But I will Literally. give a shout out to Stranger Things. Their intro is fucking great. But listen to this, dude. This is like fucking Bob Dylan, Leonard Cohen level lyrics and like feel right here. Growing Pains, the intro. It's telling us a lot. Show me that smile. Oh, get it, Lord. Yeah, then they show what they look like when they were young. I I loved that. All the fucking feels, bro. (laughs) <laughs> See, yeah, I wish my life was like this. Right? Sometimes. Sometimes. Dude, tell me that you can't, like, remix this. You know what this sounds like? Like, you know how they come up with a new, they'll find, like, Tupac doing two verses, and then they'll, like, yeah, mix yeah, it into totally. something? This sounds like a song they would do for that. Just put Tupac on this. Put Tupac. Fucking Tupac on this shit. Um... Yeah, so there's like nothing happening in sports right now. I was excited for the British Open until I read that Tiger's like, I'm not in shape right now, and this is not going to go well, you know, <laughs> which he never says shit like that. What, um, what was he doing? What was he busy doing? You know what, Lori Douglas? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> is he just over it? Does he have so much money? I He's think, just like, fuck it. I don't even care. I think for the first time in his life, Tiger Woods is over golf. Yeah. Because he's he's not he's he played a total of twenty five rounds competitive rounds before the Masters this year. He's played like twelve since mm-hmm. then. You know what I mean? Mm. I think that like I, I forget I was I forget who was saying it. I think it was Freddie Couples. Freddie Couples man. Uh, he was saying that you know that hill was just such a hard climb for him, such a monumental climb that when he reached it, it's almost like he had to luxuriate in it like he's right. still not yeah. over it yet the comeback he's still not over it yet and for, and i i secretly you know i wouldn't say this in public but i guess it will now i secretly after the masters had a feeling like this is going to be his last one yeah especially when i saw how he came out at, at the pga and at the u.s open there's something about that competitive fire that's just drained. It's almost reminds me of pre, like when he was going through the throes of the injury. Because if you remember last year, Tiger was hitting. Like he was in almost every major. He was in a lot of tournaments. He didn't break it, but he was there. And now it's like he's not even 
anywhere near the leaderboard. Like he was plus four, I think, when I was coming in here. And of course, the great Brooks Kepka, the fucking uh, Terminator, uh, was minus four already on the fucking leaderboard. Like Brooks will do, right? So what? <laughs> what was funny is uh, is Tiger actually reached out to Brooks. Here's here's what Tiger uh, before the match. Here's what Tiger had to say about it. Tell you a funny story. I texted, texted Brooksy. You know, congratulations on, on another great finish. I mean, I mean, he's what, what he's, I mean, what he's done in the last what, four major championships and um, has been just just unbelievable. He'd be so consistent, so so solid, so um, he's been in in contention to win you know, each and every major championship. And I said, hey, dude, you know, you mind if I, you know, tag along and play a practice round? I've heard nothing. <laughs> I fucking love that dude. Brooks is out tigering Tiger, you know. He got ghosted. He's like, yeah, he got fucking ghosted. He's like, there's no way you're not coming out with me, Tiger. Not a fucking chance. I love Brooks's attitude though. <laughs> you hear him over before the last major. He goes, uh, majors are easier to win than the other ones because the other people are so fucking nervous. They take themselves out. Like that's a fucking killer. Yeah. He's like, you only got to worry about ten guys. You know, mm. yeah. and that mentality carries him into being on the first on the leaderboard every fucking day of a major. But so I just don't know about my dear Tiger. You know? Yeah. He I, even kind of looks. He looks a he little looks like over it, he's dude. just kind of like, you know what? I'm just here. He's like, I got the Masters again. Like, fuck with me, guys. Who gives a shit? I mean, you, know you might I mean? as well go out relatively on top. That is on top. You know, it just is on go, top. Get What's out on top. Be 16? Done. Yeah. 15. 15. I think he's still three away from Jack, which Brooks will beat 18. Yeah. You he, think so? I know it. I know it for a fact. He will beat 18, and he deserves it. Like, Djokovic is going to be Federer's 20 or How 21. How old are they? What are the age differences? Mm. Are they all the same age? Tiger's like 39 or 40. Brooks is like 28, 29. Okay. So, yeah. So, he's yeah. like right How many does he the, have? And Brooks has six right now, five, six, seven. But he's Damn. in every single tournament. So, he, so Tiger won his uh, Masters. Who was second? Brooks. By one stroke. You know what I mean? So Brooks could have made a putt easily to force a playoff, Ooh. which he would have won. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, Brooks fucking murdered the U.S. Open. You know, just murdered the U.S. Open. Um, and I think he was right there with the other one. But uh, so we'll see. He's just in every fucking tournament. But it just sucks because, you know, to bring it back to tennis, you have these guys who have these major leagues, like uh, major leads, like Federer, I think it's 2021. And then... Uh, What's his face? Nadal has 16 or 17. And Djokovic has 15. And I think there's something in what you were saying, Tommy. Like, I don't want to see these guys lose and get their kind of records passed up, so to speak. Yeah. Especially in tennis. Because, like, Federer was playing the real deal, the real guys. I feel like the field was so much deeper when he was coming up. And now, if if Djokovic isn't playing Federer and Nadal, forget it. There's like no challenge to him, right? It's, you know, which which sucks. And Nadal, seventeen, like fourteen of those are one fucking tournament at the French Open, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think that should count. But I mean, you can't even watch cricket anymore, Tommy. You can't even watch cricket. Were you guys so excited for the Cricket World Cup? Ugh, I could just see wait, you fucking riveting. Do you know that the Cricket World Cup ended in a tie? Oh, the that's same, like so cricket of the them. same, but. <laughs> But they determined it by tiebreaker. So the headline. What that, is a tiebreaker for them? What do you do? I'm going to tell you right now. See, the thing about cricket is I have to relearn the rules every four years just so I can talk to my family <laughs> back in India. You know what I mean? Because it's so fucking complicated. You can't understand these goddamn rules. And there's tea breaks. There's fucking, which makes me like it even more. But so I got to understand the rules every four years. But uh, don't games take like a day? 
Like 17 hours? Um, it, That's we'll a see. commitment. <laughs> yeah. They've done something real smart. So the test matches used to last like five days or seven days oh or something God. like that. You know what I mean? Oh Which is great if you're unemployed, Lori, right? You could just yeah. go hang out. You just hang out and <laughs> at watch. The cricket, at the cricket thing. Catch Lori's unemployed cricket. now, but she's I'm gotten employed. a real expensive apartment. <laughs> <laughs> she's moving into right now. That ought to work out great. Hey, uh, manifesting. Manifesting, manifest your destiny, right? Maybe you too can kick colored people death. out of the Western United States. Uh, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so yeah. test Just matches. Just to go on the record, she doesn't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Test matches <laughs> are like five, seven days. And then, um, and it was it was a sport primarily centered on uh, international play, right? Mm-hmm. So, so they started a league in India called the IPL, modern out to what, Tommy? EPL. The EPL, the English Soccer League, right? And you could go from in 2008, Lori, buying a team, an uh-huh. IPL team, for $100,000 in 2008. And not I don't think a single one of them is worth less than a billion now. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's the biggest cricket league in the world. It pretty much created professional cricket uh, on a large scale. And, uh, and what they did is they took the games and they shortened them. So it's like you can play it in one day. Yeah. Which I think MLB needs to do something to speed the fucking game up. I agree. Yeah. You know, if if baseball was five innings, imagine how exciting it would be. You know? And to go to extra innings more, but those extra innings would be excited and you want to be there. Like, I don't even show up to Doyer games, Dodger games until like the sixth inning. You know what I mean? Nowadays, we all have to work so much. I mean, well, not me. you, Lori. <laughs> like, you have to work so much that, like, you can't sit for hours and hours and hours and hours. I know, and hours it's and crazy. Hours and hours. Yeah, that's for like 1935 when you were like a factory worker and it yeah. was like the summer and you, the plant was closed. And you could, go, you could go sit with your family, with your honey in a picnic basket. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, okay. So here was the headline in uh, New Zealand Herald End of World Black. Black Caps, that's the name of New Zealand team. End of world, Black Caps lose by zero runs, right? So cricket fans in New Zealand were heartbroken on Monday after their team came excruciating close to a maiden World Cup victory only to lose to England on total boundaries scored, all right? So there's like a four boundary and a six boundary. So it'd be like if there was a tie game in World Cup, in the World Cup, in the World Series game seven, and instead of going to extra innings, they decided by who hit the most home runs during the game. Oh, shit. Weird. Isn't that Were bullshit? people mad? Yeah. Were people mad about of this? Of course. Of course. How many viewers do they get? Uh, I'm uh, curious about that. Uh, cricket, actually, is the world's second most popular game. I'll have you know, Lori Douglas. Oh, really? <laughs> really? This is what happens in the summer. We have to go to the world's popular <laughs> <laughs> The whole world. This Esports really and cricket, popular. baby. It's the future. You know? I wonder if I'm good at cricket. I've never cricket tried. Cricket is fun. It's like baseball. Like, have you ever played baseball? It's like one of my favorite sports to actually play. Baseball is fun, but it's so organized. You gotta like get you have so to have many a lot people. Of people. You have to get a lot. But baseball is so fun to play. But it just like sucks to sit there and watch. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I always used to get bored waiting to get to bat. Yeah, it's but terrible. But I was very ADHD. I feel like I'm watching a Sony or DC superhero movie. Just fucking gag me. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, but. Uh, so that's basically what's going on right now. You can watch Brooks Kepka this weekend, or you can storm Area 51. You know, will yeah. you guys storm Area 51? What do you think about this? I heard a quote uh, if we Naruto run, their bullets can't catch us. Tommy's never gotten laid in his life. This is just what I heard on the internet. <laughs> 
Explain to everybody what a Naruto rod is, David. Okay, well, basically... You fucking weeb. Go ahead. Uh, you know, this is one of the most popular animes of all time. <laughs> it stars uh, Naruto, a young boy learning jujitsu. No, 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 no. Ninjitsu, excuse me. The art of the ninja. Yeah. And uh, along with it comes several uh, very... So glad you clarified Yeah, that. powers, you know, monsters... Villains, shapeshifters, invisibility, all all of the works. Thank you, Tommy. My hymen just grew oh, back. Mm-hmm. That's yep. amazing. I'm now yep. glad a virgin I could, again. Like, glad I could be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it? Over 1 million people have signed to storm Area 51. <laughs> I think you could use this for so many better things. You know what I mean? Like if you're a Knicks fan, you should storm like Madison Square Garden mm-hmm. and just like robes Pierre fucking... Jimmy Dolan. Yeah, I'm advocating <laughs> guillotining owners who do shitty things, you know? Yeah, or maybe storming the border camps and letting everybody... <laughs> there you go. That's Luke. probably more productive. I was thinking, like, you know, get remaking games. Oh, Game my God, Thrones Game of Thrones. Can we please yeah. do that? Season Can eight. we please do Amen. that? Let's use these powers for some good. You I'm know what I mean? I'm still not over that. I'm still oh, not terrible. over it. I don't Fuck think I'll ever up. be over it. The Emmys came out and they took away all the, all the fucking Emmys. You know what I mean? They Which got is dumb. Because the Emmys are stupid because because they're just paying them back for what they've done for the industry, mm-hmm. meaning making money and shit. It doesn't yeah. have actually anything to do with artistic content. What so fucking ever? No. And the, the actors and uh, the people who worked on the show deserve it, but the fact that the showrunners got nominated for the final season is disappointing. Yeah, and they're not going to San Diego Comic-Con because they don't want to show up in front of <laughs> like everybody. But actually, you know, the actors of Game of Thrones pissed me off, Tommy. Yeah? Why? They pissed me off. Okay. For the same reason these fucking Star Wars people pissed me off. Because you have the fans. Like, these people have made careers off the show. Mm-hmm. They've gotten benefit off the show. A great deal of benefit. And you have the fans who've invested money and time in this thing and the and the waiting. And they deserve a good quality product. Why don't they? And they get a product that they don't like. They pay for. And by every single means and right that they have, they have a right to say, hey, that was shitty. That was terrible. And to comment on it. But the hubris of the kind of actors to be like, oh, we were." I have a quote here. He's like, oh, we were really upset by the way people reacted. You know what I mean? It was like really childish. You know what I mean? It was wrong. We put a lot of work into this. No, fuck you. We put a lot of time into this. You're getting paid like millions of dollars. It was shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was shit. Like I hate how when now, like Star Wars, the last Star Wars was shit. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? And all of a sudden, you know, critics or whatever will be like, oh, it's on the fans, right? Oh, they just want this or they just want, they're just fan. No, it was a shit product, bro. Yeah. It sucked. And that's why I'm storming wherever D.B. Weiss and Bainhoff are. I don't know. Um, Would you storm Area 51? No, I don't like getting shot, for one. Surprising. Second, there's not anything at Area 51. You don't think Nothing? They probably moved it no. all at this point, You think it's too. a red herring? Exactly. No, I think, there, I think there could have been something at Area 51, but I don't think there is now. I feel like day. when shit started getting leaked is when they were probably like, oh, we're going to have to move. Well, I mean, like, what is exciting? Like, they used to fly um, the F-117 and the B-2, the night fighters, the stealth fighters. They flew those from Area 51. Right. They did that from there. But is that, like, sexy to you? Is that, like, something? You know, I'm sure they have a drone that goes Mach 5 at Area 51. Who gives a shit? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Proof the government is run by aliens? It's S-4. It's all about S-4, bro. S-4. What is S-4? I don't know. That's what I'd like to find out. 
you know? Yeah. I kind of want to watch people storm Area 51, though. Well, you know, like, t- I wouldn't mind watching a live broadcast of that. But then at the same time, I don't want to see a bunch of people get killed. But <laughs> so maybe I don't want to well, watch it. Too. If it's a bunch of weebs doing the Naruto run, <laughs> then I'm for it. You know but what it, I mean? And it would be almost, this is almost like. Listen, we've. <laughs> We bypass natural selection, so maybe we need some events like this to start I bringing heard, culling the herd. You know? I saw like a a thing about how they were saying that this was a a, a population. I can't even speak a population control that someone started this within the government Good. to get these people to do some population control. Yeah, we should do that. And uh, it's <laughs> that's been, probably the same person that talks about chemtrails. Yeah, it's well. Thank you for saying that. It's been a big space week. Also, like. It's the 60th anniversary of the Apollo 11. Yo, we landed on the moon. I'm just telling you this right now. There's enough of this bullshit. It's cutesy. It was cute before, but we landed on the fucking moon, all right? And if you don't think we landed on the moon, you're a fucking idiot, all right? And I know like 60% of people like these days that I seem to talk to don't think we landed on the moon, including my uncle, but it is so fucking stupid. There's the abundance, that evidence is abundant. You can literally see... Uh, all the trash on the moon left by the fucking astronauts. Um, and in other ways, you know, too. Can you really? Yeah, you can. What, and, what uh, kind of trash did they leave? Uh, every bags? single, what every kind of trash lander. did Kubrick leave on the moon? <laughs> Doritos bags? Just a movie camera? Every <laughs> every lander that's there, too. You know what I mean? Um, they say the moon straws. is actually somewhat littered with the trash from Apollo 11 astronauts. But beyond that, it would have been impossible for the camera technology at the time. Uh, camera technology didn't exist. A million reasons uh, why it would be impossible to fake the moon landing if you actually care to find that out. Like, if you believe in a conspiracy <laughs> theory, here's my whole thing. There's a couple conspiracy theories I believe in, but you had to put the onus on you to research the anti-view of that. Mm. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You can't just go into this YouTube hole and watch... Uh, oh, oh, the moon landing's fake, moon landing's fake, moon landing's fake. That's like how Al-Qaeda people radicalize themselves. Yeah. And then you just accept that as a fact. People are just bored no, and if, dumb. If you think, uh, listen, if you think there's a fact that is compelling about a conspiracy theory, you research the opposite of it. Yeah. You research debunking of it. And then you weigh the two against each other and you take your ego out of it. Like, is it actually fucking real? Wait, you know? which conspiracies do you believe in? Well, okay, I... Let's put out the music. I could. Oh, it's like the Technico. Techno X Files. I like that. That's what happens after the intro. Um, Let me put it this way: If I was in a court of law, if I was in a court of law, I think I could present a compelling case for extraterrestrial uh, visitation on Earth. Okay. Okay. I won't say if I believe it or not, but I think I could provide a compelling case that would perhaps mm. uh, win a jury over or at least lead to a hung jury. You've been watching those late night specials. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think there's a lot more. There's like a lot more facts on the matter than people kind of want to <laughs> talk about. And like you can talk about it as like a silly thing, but I mean, that's kind of the reason why, right? But if you think about it, like. Aliens are technically and scientifically probable. Yes. You know what I mean? But if you sit here and you tell somebody, I think aliens may have visited the Earth, they look at you weird. But if you say, I believe in God, a non-bodied space being that has omniscient powers... People don't buy, bat an eye at that. So one is actually scientifically, and I won't tell you what. Well, the aliens didn't either. write a book. 
<laughs> or did they? It's very true. Or did they? But just in terms of that, let me present you a thought experiment. Okay. Here's a thought experiment, right? So we have Area 51, correct? Mm-hmm. And what goes on at Area... Like, take, take the... Take the alien shit out of Area 51. What happens at Area 51? Research. And like a lot of experimental craft and yeah. like all that kinds of shit, right? Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of credible people with those crash. Uh, one is Stanton Friedman, who is a civil, he's a uh, nuclear physicist, scientist. He was part of the civilian group that re- reviewed the crash. You have a bunch of people there that worked at, um, that worked at the base, that lived in Roswell, who also saw the ship before it went, okay? So I just ask you this. Like, it's a weird coincidence that you have this crash, right, that a lot of people say was a thing, which the Army even put out their own report. It was in the newspapers, we have a flying saucer. And then you have this site develop into a place where a lot of experimental aircraft fly, Hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot of people to me haven't connected the dots on that properly. Right? It's like that's just like a massive fucking coincidence. Right. You know what I'm saying? Is that just a massive fucking coincidence that all of a sudden you get what I'm saying? Yeah. See? What if they look like just like blobfishes? Like they if could aliens be aren't even like I like what the, we imagine what they look like. They're like little animals or something. I like, I like the Arrival aliens. The aliens from the movie Arrival. They I just like look them like too. fucking calamari. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> but like psychic, big calamari. Psychic calamari, big bro. Psychic calamari. Have you ever seen a, a fucking band. tuna? Have you, ever seen, <laughs> yeah. have you ever seen a fucking bluefin tuna in the ocean? That's a big motherfucker. That'll fuck you up. All right. But enough about aliens, Tommy. Enough about aliens. More about tuna. Mm. More about fucking More tuna. More about tuna. More about fucking growing pants. <laughs> I am hungry. Guess what, guys? It's time for the NBA offseason, the Hills edition. Oh, yes. oh my I've Nobody never seen you so enlightened. You. Oh, it just makes me so fucking happy. I don't know why. I love shitty reality shows. But this one's weird. It's got like... Uh, Are they 40 now? <laughs> yeah, they're like... They're still hanging out <laughs> at the same... And they're still arguing. They're, they're still like, at the Ugh. same thing. Oh my God. It's, yeah, it's kind of pathetic, actually. Um, That's one of those songs that makes you like question your sexuality. Justin you know Bobby. what I mean? Completely. You know, you hear I mean, it and you're unwritten. like, we're all one. Wait, dude. why are you... It's still unwritten. Bro, why is it gay to like a female singer-songwriter? Why is that immediately homosexual, it's dude? N- it's not the fact that I what like that mean, Tommy? It's the way the song makes me feel. Oh, okay? really? Yeah. Like, like you want to get a little Justin Bobby action or something? <laughs> it's like I'm in a lace shirt. He is touching his nipples. in the rain <laughs> and just letting it all out and just weeping. Yeah, that like a field imagery. of flowers. Yeah, just yeah. Like that. I and, can see you doing And I'm just that. letting it all go. You know what I mean? And I'm, feel, and I'm four and I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it's that. like after a hit of weed. That's like yeah, dude. A hit of weed in that song. <laughs> <laughs> For you, it's just done. So Tears. I had to stop smoking because, you know. I love I'm it. not. It's not even raining. I'm just crying in the club. You know. <laughs> I feel like that image just made me a little bit gay. Yeah. I, I just became a little bit gay. I know. Picturing Tommy in a lace. Or tank a top. lot of bit gay. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> so should I leave? I mean. Like, yes, Lori. You're really cramping the vibe. <laughs> you guys, up, um, yeah. Need some time. Cut the camera. Okay, guys. Stealing a 
a lot of tension right now. I love it. Um, we should reshoot Titanic with uh, <laughs> me and you, Tommy. Oh my you god! Can I mean? we just edit Titanic the faces? Two Brokeback Edition? You oh know what I mean? Oh my god! <laughs> that steamy compartment. But yeah. who's gonna be the hand? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I'll play the husband. You got? I got weird knuckles, man. You can be the hand. What the fuck you does that mean? You have weird knuckles? I just pop them too much. What are you bones. doing do you with your knuckles? knuckles? I got, they're, they're just, you know Tommy, I mean? are you playing some knuckle games? Been in a lot of street fights. Do you, do you <laughs> knuck when you buck, Tommy? Do you knuck when you buck? Yeah, um, I just I just have anxiety or something. I love it. <laughs> I can't. Well, everyone has anxiety these days. Have you noticed? It's very oh, in to be like, I have anxiety. You know, fuck anxiety, dude. I think shit, life, is anxi- <laughs> life causes anxiousness. I'm just, oh, my God. We need more bullies. Like, fuck all the feelings. Sean was such a bully growing up. Sean <laughs> like, was a bully. Feelings are terrible. Like, the whole point of, like, like Zen Buddhism is, like, your feelings are shit. And, it's, and they don't mean anything. So instead of, like, telling everybody their feelings are important, I mean, like, your anxiety is important. No, your feelings aren't important. Mm-hmm. Your anxiety isn't important. And that's why it doesn't matter. You know? Yeah. It's a negative positive message, Lori. Yeah, I'm actually helping people through negativity. That. Yeah. That, t- that tough love. Like, that tough yeah. Nothing matters. Nothing matters. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be like emotional, scared, straight. You know oh what I God, mean? You should be a motivational speaker, but the opposite of it. Just like stand yeah. up and be like, your yeah. feelings don't matter. I think that's like already Tony Robbins, basically. <laughs> no, people, and then he makes people drink like weird stuff that makes them throw up. Actually, that sounds fun. All right, let's do that. Let's poison people and yell at them. That could be think? a segment. New, new business model. Lori, new business, new business model. model. I'll, I'll make the spreadsheet. But in today's NBA, in which we just had 60% of the league change teams, a lot of it due to uh, a lot of interpersonal drama, interpersonal That's, relationships. They can't have that many stars on one team. And you know what, Lori? I think, I think you're right. You know? <laughs> you just can't. And I've advocated that. And I think non-LeBron James teams are finally figuring it out. Yeah. Everyone needs their own space to breathe. Completely. You know? And uh, like our first one, let's go to it. And you tell me who who is on the right side of this Hills argument here. Mm. Okay? All right. So you have <laughs> you have the Steph Curry, Kevin Durant kind of drama, right? Mm-hmm. So it was reported a couple weeks ago that when Steph Curry found out that Kevin Durant might not join the Lakers, he hopped on a plane from Shanghai, all the way from Shanghai, to meet with Kevin Durant before he signed his deal, okay? And it came out that on the middle of the flight, KD actually signed the contract. And everyone was kumbaya, Steph came and still thanked him, right? Mm -hmm. But then it comes out a couple days ago that all this kumbaya was not necessarily the case. That Steph had expected and was communicating KD's people that they expected to give him at least the courtesy of talking before he signed the contract. But KD mm. went ahead and signed it anyways, right? Yeah. So do you think Steph, in this little mini beef that could have car- that could have happened at One Oak, you know what I mean? Completely. Like, who's, who's, who's petty right here? Is KD petty right? You know what I mean by that? Or is Steph petty right? Because this is petty shit. Uh. You know what I mean? But it's the stuff that you could couch a 22-minute drama on. Completely. <laughs> like Completely. And just extend it and tease it out. And then like everybody else is talking about, oh my God, did you hear about Elsie and fucking Steph and shit? Who do you think is right in this? Does, does Steph have a right to be kind of like pissed off about that? I mean, if they're friends, then, then yeah. Like if he agreed that he would talk to Steph, then he should have done it. But I don't think he's obligated to do that 
unless he said he would. Yeah. I love Steph and I always have his back, but you know what? I don't think that this you don't, it's you think relevant. Katie can just quit play? You play his, for three years, your boys, you know what I mean? I and mean, you just yeah. you just shine him off like that? I mean, I think that it comes down to it's a business. It's oh, a wow. business. I'm surprised you guys getting Katie's back. You know, let me let me offer so it's a business. You're saying yeah. so you're saying that's all that matters. I mean, not fully, but I also think that I feel like if the tables were turned, I don't think that Steph would wait either. Well, Steph is a good Christian man. He goes to yeah. church every Sunday. Well, no, he if would he pray and God word. would tell him and he would just do it. <laughs> That's kind of funny, actually. Um, yeah, but here's my thing. If you play together for three years, you know what I mean? If this guy's coming from China for you. You have, I think, the obligation to like your bro duty to at least hear the motherfucker out. Yeah, yeah, but you can do that over a call. Like they could have done a phone call. No, but you got to. They could talk, have done a FaceTime. You got to talk to a motherfucker in person sometimes. But you know what I think this was? I think this was a little bit of like a KD bitch power move because KD's really passive aggressive. Yeah. You know that from his many burner accounts where he's mm-hmm. arguing with kids in like Wisconsin. <laughs> you know, like KD, yeah. what are you doing? Like you're an adult, right? So it came out that also he always felt like he was second fiddle to Steph of like course. it never felt like his team which didn't you know that going there yeah dude you how know could what I mean? you not you joined his team exactly completely and I see you had yeah. your own team yeah and you joined his exactly so I just think you're not conquering I just think like it was a little bit of his way of saying you know I don't need y'all I don't need anybody well it would be like I mean think about it if he feels like he's in the shadows of this guy always and then he's like oh you can't sign a contract without talking to me then he's like actually you're, go fuck yourself I'm not gonna do and that and you're right and I bet all Katie's homies were in his ear like yeah, that too like are you Why kidding are you me you're gonna waiting let for him this guy? You're gonna, exactly. you don't but even wanna be on bitch, the team that's a bitch move you know yeah. what I'm saying but weren't they beefing like throughout the entire season, low key? Having that was like green. some issues. Yeah. Steph Steph kind of stayed, I think, above it. He's you know what I mean? Well, Steph like, has the ability to just like yeah, yeah. he has either really he good PR people or, you know, God is just so on his side. Right, right, right. One of the two. That right. Jesus, baby. And uh, and his little daughter. He just throws his little daughter in a press conference and Adorable, it's done right? deal. Um <laughs> But they're like the first, the first family. Almost. They are. They like seem all perfect. If I find something out that he's done wrong, oh, you will. I will storm Area. You will, Lori. Trust me, he's doing something wrong. <laughs> this, it's just not possible for him not to be. Because I mean, all all the heroes that you have in that regard have all been exposed not to be like that. It's kind of like a marketing ploy, like Kobe. Kobe was considered like Steph before all that shit. Was he really? Yeah, Kobe was like an angel choir boy like that. Um, who else was there? Tiger. Yeah. Fucking Tiger, dude. God, Tiger, man. You know, who was more of a fucking golden boy than Tiger? Yeah, because he golfed. Like, you're like, what is this golf And he's a nerd, and he talks like this. But Tiger's problem is he never got laid. You know what I mean? And then when he could have got laid, he got, like, kind of crazy. He had to overcompensate. Yeah, well, he probably was, like, had his dad probably had his penis in a fucking box whenever he was learning how to golf. (laughs) Yeah, so that's interesting, man. I think I would back, I would back, I would back Steph on this. But I don't know. And, you know, and it's it's hard for me to kind of think about who I dislike more sometimes. (laughs) Uh, LeBron or KD, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I just dislike them both so much in like different ways. Like even with, um, so even KD comes to Brooklyn, right? And Kyrie's trying to recruit him, come to Brooklyn, come to Brooklyn. And like KD makes it like, 
he feels like it's necessary to put out a statement that he came there not because of Kyrie, but because he wanted to come there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's already causing drama. He's in his own head. Before well, it starts. He's probably just like, let me live. Let me just go somewhere and it yeah. not be about somebody. He just wants it to be about him. Right. With, he just wants it to be about him. Exactly. And you think this is going to work with Kyrie, who's a crazy cokehead who thinks the earth is flat? No. No, it's not going to work, man. Okay. So At I, least it's flat so he can do his cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> something he can lay his cocaine down on. Good one. Right? All right. Um... Moving on to our next NBA Hills topic. Uh, I love this one. This is Dame Lillard hitting his great uh, shot over Paul George, outstretched Paul George, in Game 7 uh, to knock out the fucking Oklahoma City Thunder. And so they asked, they asked Dame about this, and he said, what can I say? That was for Seattle. Boom. Mm. You know what I mean? Referencing the OKC theft, the move in the dead of the night from Seattle to OKC. How hard of a flex is this on OKC? And does it even matter anymore now that that team isn't even together? I mean, I guess grudges stay. You know? Grudges stay. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter, but I think the people of Seattle will be grateful because they, they deserve a basketball franchise. Like, that to me is a mic drop right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a good line. Like, that, you know how good that shot was? That shot was so good. It, it like ended the OKC franchise. You know what I mean? That shot <laughs> yeah. was so good. Paul George is like, fuck it. I got to get to LA, baby. You yeah. know what I mean? And Russ is like, I got to get to those tax-free strip clubs in Houston, baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? I fucking love that. And I love Dame Lillard for it, too. Yeah. You know? I like that shit. Like, He's got to get over there to watch Lori's ex do a you know, pole dance. <laughs> Lori's ex? Are you going out with strippers in Houston? No. How many strippers have you dated in I Houston? I have not Be dated honest. any strippers. I have an ex that was a stripper. A male stripper? A male, like, he, but not when I was with him after we dated. Yo, you dated a guy who became a male yeah, stripper? Yeah, he invited me to go watch him at a gay strip club. Yo, I think your homie may be, you know, hanging out with Now this motherfucker won't go away from me. He's like legit low-key stalking me now. Oh, really? Yeah, he like took where a job. Where does he live? He, well, he took a job where he's two weeks in LA and two weeks in Texas. Hey, Lori, he's got a, a kid. job. I'm like, fuck off, He bro. had a kid? He had a kid and he's like, been blowing me up left and right. I'm like, you're a hop skip away from a well, restraining order. What's he order. doing? Is he is he mm. dancing between the white horse over here and like the you know place in Houston? Could be, could be. Is he still a dancer? I, I want to know think more. He's still a dancer. How did he work on his routines? I'm sure probably in like with the help of his children. Was he a former high school <laughs> tight end or something? He was a wide receiver. I knew he played football. I just had a fucking white receiver. boy, right? Yeah, six one. Yeah, actually, no. I mean, I think that they always lie on their stats. So five I think he was one. like six foot, maybe <laughs> like 5'11". Was his name like Grayson or Colton? We're not, not going to give him that. Oh. We're not going to give no, no, his no. name out on this thing. He's Why not? Be Just listening. a first name. No, he's going to be listening. He's well, he gonna... already knows who he is. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it doesn't no. matter. I'm just trying to figure out how much of a white guy this guy is. He has a very white name. Uh, I've done the set here before a couple times, so you it missed sound, it. I said his name. Clayton. It's got to be. It's got to be a total Duke lacrosse team name. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, it's 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 pretty much like just that. Just give us a hint. Sorry. It's it's um. Uh, it, it rhymes with a body of water. Jake. Jake. We're near it, but we're good. Lake. Now. <laughs> this motherfucker's name is Lake. Biver. Biver. It's Biver. fucking Biver. Biver. Liver. All right. All right. Biver. Liver. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, to be a stripper, you got to be in shape. Boshan. 
yeah, no. especially being a female getting... one, you get up. But, but the males, they wear knee pads, so that doesn't fucking count. They wear knee pads? They wear knee pads. Oh. I don't understand. And sometimes even elbow pads. Like, I went to one in Vegas, and I was like, every single one I've ever gone to, they're in knee pads. Elbow pads is ridiculous. Like, just what so if they, they wore helmets? Get... <laughs> the helmets, they have everything. They <laughs> and have they're on shield. roller skates. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand male strip. I don't get the appeal of male strippers unless... Magic Mike 2 is on and it's late at night. Am I right, homeboys? Am I right, guys? I went I saw Magic Mike in theaters with the boys, you know. Oh yeah. Huh? What? 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 (laughs) Yeah. What? Um okay, our next NBA. The rest is still unwritten. Beef. Kobe Bryant and Dwight Howard. Uh so Dwight Howard just came out recently saying that he is not gay, and then he also said that uh Well he had that thing where it came out that he was like messaging I don't know some people. Yeah, well, it was yeah. a huge thing for a hot minute. And he that didn't he play. Was, he didn't play anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, he stopped. Didn't he like hurt his rectum too? I don't know. I don't. Oh, he had oh a yeah, 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 it yeah. Was, and yeah. then all the gay stuff came out. Well, I feel kind of bad for him because I don't feel. I feel like an NBA locker room is it's not accepting to that type of thing. Hmm. You know what I mean? So because he didn't play at all anymore after that. But that's outside of this. No, that sucks. That's outside of this. Um, I I dislike Dwight Howard. For different reasons, and that's because he he's sucks. Superman, right? Yeah, he's terrible. Uh, so it came out he uh, apologized to Kobe for calling him soft. Okay, and this is what Dwight Howard say: I think for years I kind of hated Kobe for saying that because I looked at it the wrong way. Uh, I think he was more so talking about my mentality, not my physique, not how I'm on the court, like my edge. And I didn't realize that because of all the noise surrounding him saying I was soft, and I hated it. I hated him for that moment. Here's my question to you. How badass is Kobe Bryant for getting somebody to apologize to him for calling him soft? I know. <laughs> like, to me, that just proves you're soft. I know, especially, well, no, that is like the, probably the, softest the softest thing you could, you could do. do. That is the softest fucking thing you could do. And the fact that he didn't get what Kobe was talking about, not my mentality, my physique, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you're shredded, dude. I know, he's like, dude, um, uh, I have a hard dick. That's the big thing. He was like, he's spreading <laughs> the word that my dick's soft. He's like, Kobe, no, my dick is hard, that motherfucker. Is, though, that, does, that doesn't really back up the thing that we just watched about whether or not athletes are smart or not, that he like took him a, like how many years to process this? <laughs> that like, is true. That he's like, like Seven years later, he's, he's like, like, I thought oh, he was shit. talking about my body. Yeah. Not my mental capacity. If you had capacity. to send exactly. one athlete to the quiz bowl, you know, maybe it wouldn't be DH. But I do feel like, <laughs> honestly, when What's you read that, bowl? my heart makes me sad. Oh, man, I am just what really is the quiz bowl? racking up nerd points today. What the fuck is the quiz just bowl? Just as I intended, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Ladies with glasses. Okay. Uh, the quiz bowl is a competitive, uh, <laughs> basically, it's like a thing you do in high school. That's nerdier than the chess team where they ask you trivia questions and historical facts. And then oh, you I was a on button. the quiz bowl. That wasn't so nerdy. That was awesome. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, okay. that's not. <laughs> it's like a book club, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But exactly. It's a competitive book club. It's like yeah. competitive board game trivia. Yeah. Exactly. You know? It's like who wants to be a millionaire for high schoolers? I exactly. bet I bet probably everyone. I'd be curious to follow the kids that won. I bet they're doing I did some a few things. rounds. I'm not going to front like I did. <laughs> I was in a lot of groups. I love it. <laughs> I was in a lot of groups. Tommy. Well, Tommy, I want to know more about this quiz bowl. Did you, were you a star in the quiz bowl? I just went to a f- couple practice rounds, you know. Oh, so you weren't actually on, you were a quiz bowl alternate. I was, yeah, I was an <laughs> He was alt. benched. Did you I, uh, guys win? Oh, I, it wasn't competitive when I did it, but I heard that the team did all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
The team did good. I think there was a cute girl on there. Maybe I was, you know. Yeah. I hanging around. So how long ago did Kobe say this about him? Oh, when they were playing together. And then, oh, one of the great moments is they He's were playing. still thinking about it. They, when, when, when he went on Houston, actually, I can play you this moment right here. Ah, uh, da, 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 da. If I have it. So there's this great moment after, um, after Dwight Howard had left L.A., he had moved on to, I don't have it. He had moved on to uh, Houston, and Kobe and him are actually playing, right? And somebody misses on the Lakers, and Dwight Howard goes up for a rebound, and Kobe goes for a two, and Dwight starts throwing bows, like heavy bows at Kobe. Mm. And they call it, and they get in each other's faces, right? Mm -hmm. And you can just say, you can just hear Kobe going over and over again, you're not on my level, you're not on my level, and he just goes soft. He just goes soft, like mm -hmm. over and over again. Just look at him his face, soft, soft. And Dwight Howard just keeps getting like more and more fucking angry. Because you know that's not the first time that happened, obviously. Oh, for sure. That was happening in practice every day. Mm. You know what I mean? And Dwight Howard finally didn't have to play nice about it because they were on separate teams, you know? Mm -hmm. But even in it, you could see he was like stunted. He was yeah. like, he like, he couldn't handle it. Well, it was you probably know? too. Do you think he looked up to Kobe before he went and played? Who doesn't look up to right? Kobe? So it's like you're, the person you've looked up to forever is like, you're a soft little bitch. Yeah, exactly. Man, that's that vintage trash talk when the league used to be like hustlers. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, so this isn't really, this is a different kind of beef, let's say. Uh, a Charles Barkley story that I think is great, okay? So uh, Jason Williams uh, was on the Philadelphia 76ers in 1990, mm -hmm. 1991, when Charles Barkley was in his peak physical form, averaging like 28, 10, and seven. You know, Barkley was a beast, right? And here's him talking about uh, Barkley coming to practice and how it was terrible, you know, uh, for a young guy to be around Barkley's habits. And he says, people tell us we're superstars, Jason Williams, and uh, Jay Williams, and we really aren't. After, oh wait, sorry, sorry. Uh, all my stuff is out of fucking ba -da -ba -da 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 -da. order. Ooh, beautiful music. All right, so this is Jay Williams talking about Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley was probably the strongest man from the belly button down, never would lift weights, but let me tell you something, you knew he wasn't going to win a championship. He was the worst person to play with as a rookie because when you went in, you got all the bad habits from him, you stayed out all night, and you couldn't figure why you didn't have it in the game. It's because when Charles came to practice, he didn't practice. He goes, I'll never forget this story. My second day of practice, we're out there running up and down. Charles comes in about five minutes late. He comes in and he has a big McDonald's bag and he goes and he sits down on the bike <laughs> and like a chemist, uh, you know, a guy over there cutting up lines or something, you know, is that a chemist, a guy cutting up lines? <laughs> he goes, you know, he's just making, he's back, got his back towards, he's doing stuff. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? So he takes the eggs and he takes the pancakes, the sausage, maple syrup, and butter, puts it all in one, wraps it up with the pancake and gets some extra syrup, and the butter's oozing out. And I'm going, wow, you gonna eat that then and come run with us? Hell no. He's gonna eat that while he's on the stationary bike, pedaling one mile an hour, going, you sons of bitches, run the floor, you lazy bastards, you fuckers. This is why we ain't ever gonna win a game. And pancake is spitting out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, that's a visual right there. Is Charles Barkley the most relatable superstar ever? <laughs> <laughs> that's a power move. For Sounds sure. like a fraternity more so. Dude, I, are you kidding me? This was me 
when the edibles kicked in like three nights ago. It was fucking <laughs> ridiculous. I had McDonald's. I was putting the fries on the thing. I had the sauces. You know, you got to mojo make that shit, right? Mm. Completely. Yeah. And our last one. Well, what, did, just, what, did, did, what, did, what did he have to say back to that? Did he ever uh, respond to that? No, what the fuck is he going to respond to that? He's just like, true statement. Well, he did say this. Uh, <laughs> so people compare him to Barkley like I did. And he goes, uh, I was fat. Zion doesn't look fat at all. Okay, Russell Westbrook. Our last Hills moment. Um, so it came out. You know, Paul George got traded, and then Westbrook got to that traded. But it turns out the Thunder were actually thinking about trading Russell Westbrook uh, before the Paul George trade. Uh-oh. We lost a Equipment mic. falling apart here, as usual. Thanks for it's the lovely mic. update. Your, your mic's soft. Shit, Tommy. Uh, the clock was already ticking loudly on the Westbrook era, with team officials quietly preparing to hit the reset button next summer, poor sources, per sources, after one more run. So they were going to trade Westbrook. Would that be a cold blooded move to dump Westbrook you know what I mean like Steven dumped Elsie yes you know would they have been right to do that Tommy to the to the go ahead yeah I mean it's at the end of the day Westbrook's not getting them where they need to be but I think you were saying something last week about why not just OKC keep Westbrook and just have their superstar because they're not really ever going to compete anyways. Yeah, and they have all their picks anyways. I don't yeah. understand why they would do that, like trade him for two picks. You yeah, yeah kind of weird. But it's like also all these small market teams like bitch about our superstars don't want to sign. And I agree with them. You know, I, my whole thing is NBA parody. All these guys bitch about it. You know, all these small market teams, we can't retain all the big guys. L.A. wants them. New York wants them. And then you're going to trade the one guy who actually commits to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like it's a business either way. And everyone feels bad for these small market teams, which I do. But at the same time, they will fuck you over if they get a chance to as well. Like, they don't give a fuck, dude. They don't give a shit. Like, if you think one team wouldn't trade one player, it would be OKC trading Russell Westbrook, you know, right. even though his contract is ridiculous. But what can what does it matter? Life doesn't matter in the end, does it, Lori Douglas? Yeah. We're all just here, you know. Apparently, that's what you say. We're all just <laughs> fucking here. We're all just here, just matter. We're all just here. Um, so, at the end of the day, who cares what they do with Russell? Because his cares, feelings right? don't matter. No one's feelings matter. Right? And I think this is something that Kevin Durant figured out in Golden State, you know, um, that the things that we think in life will bring us joy don't necessarily bring us joy. A lot of the Warriors brass started to get worried after the second championship because they saw KD didn't really get anything out of it. He didn't seem to be happy. And this is uh, this is actually KD talking about um, the second ring. I find this to be really interesting, actually. He was like, people tell us we're superstars and we really aren't. After we won the championship, I had Taco Bell, I love Taco Bell. Like Katie better already. And it ran through me just like it would a normal person. Katie had the shits. I'm like, oh, (laughs) shit. I thought I had a golden stomach. I thought I was immune to everything, but no. He goes, that's the perception of all. We're normal or we're immortal. He goes, we're normal fucking people who are really good at what we do. But at the end of the day, we just go to sleep like everybody else. We really put on our pants like everybody else. It made me realize that I'm not a king anything because we won a championship. You know, because he got the runs from Taco Bell. Because he got the runs from Taco Bell, and Taco that, Bell uh, humbling people. Taco Bell led t- 
Taco Bell shits led to Kevin Durant He's leaving like, Golden State and joining fucking Brooklyn. He's like, I'm done with this California food. Is that Daddy. not fucking amazing? <laughs> yeah. Taco Bell. Like, life is so funny. It's like that Ashton Kutcher movie. One little butterfly can spread its wings and it'll cause a tsunami, right? What if they picked him up as a sponsor? They should. Yeah. They should. Um, but I don't know, bro. Like, have you ever had a team win a championship and it's, like, really exciting? Then you realize, oh, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. Well, you were like, the high mm. wears off and then you're like, oh, back to normal life. All that's there at the end of life is existential dread. Nirvana's but a short-lived thing, my friends. Yeah. Wow. I love that when rich people are like, we put our pants on just like you. And I'm like, you put on really expensive <laughs> pants, though. Like, that is true. Don't. You Gray walk pants. into your You're going closet to sleep with like Egyptian cotton, a California, probably like a, a California king size that we don't even know about. What would be bigger than that? A, a personal tailor hands you whatever <laughs> pants you want to put on just like us. Yeah, your butler hands you your pants. Here you go, Sam. Here, put these on just like a normal person, my liege. <laughs> I won't help you this time. And that's why I don't wear any pants. Tommy, do we have a life question of the week? Ooh. Um, well, I was asking stuff about conspiracies earlier and aliens and stuff. What what piece of technology do you think potentially has a little bit of that that alien in it? You know what I mean? What piece? A little of bit of that alien DNA. Like, what did humans in invent? Where you're like, eh, that shit came from space. I don't really think, like, <laughs> I don't I don't think of that in those terms. Right. I have oxyclean. Oxyclean. For real. Yeah. <laughs> anything out. Billy Mays is selling, that dude is Stinks. he's one of them for sure. I think anything on infomercials has alien technology. Like yeah, that tape. Have you seen that tape that you can tape up like a number. boat and then like go into the ocean with? <laughs> like seals holes. Yeah. I mean that has some alien the technology. The entire military industrial complex Tommy. Wait, say that again. The, the entire... We're on to something, dude. Fuck. The equipment here is so shitty. I wish we could get some alien technology in this fucking podcast room. You know what <sighs> I mean? How many wires do we need for this shit not to work correctly? Well, way to insert some negativity. Um, I don't think there's any single piece of technology you can point to on Earth and say it comes from any type of alien iPhone. thing. iPhone. You know what I mean? Not even that. There's not waterproof like, iPhones. Like we don't, <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, waterproof iPhones would be great. We don't know, like what's behind the veil. Just we're questioning whether there even is a veil or not. Taco you know Bell. I mean? Taco Bell. Do is this veil you speak of? Is this like the uh, the veil over the public knowledge and over? The, you know what I mean? Like no, the, like I the mean top like. Like, Illuminati knows what's let's going say on. I could give you I could give you right now like a sighting or two like that is pretty much uh, how should I put this irrefutable that it's a UFO right in a sense of it being a UFO mm-hmm. an unidentified flying object sure that is the veil so behind that veil is what's piloting that thing what is that thing who's in charge of it if even a who is a who you know what I mean? Ooh. Yeah, some Dr. Seuss shit. But <laughs> it's like... Is a who if who? who if it's flying but as over soon as, as soon as you go beyond that veil, that's complete and total speculation. And I think that question kind of fits into the implications of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a couple cases I could give you. Like Phoenix, the Phoenix mass case, where uh, what if I told you in 30 for 30 ESPN style, what if I told you that over an entire... Uh, southwestern city in 1997 uh huge crafts appeared for uh an extended period of time and was seen uh by thousands of people and recorded 
how big is huge? Uh, uh, probably a couple football fields. Oh, like a big old craft. Like a big old craft. And what if I One told you? One of those you, big spacecraft. That's, that's crazy. What if I told you the mayor of that city, Phoenix, uh, who came out uh, and kind of ridiculed it the day after, now to this day says it's a, uh, it was a real sighting and he was never able to get answers from it. You know? Hmm. Right? Exactly. exactly. What if Sean just makes up shit? Because I wouldn't be able to... It's fa- Phoenix, like I, Phoenix Lights. You can look it up right now. The Phoenix, Phoenix Lights. Lights. They the have Phoenix a recording. Lights. Dude, this is like... It's like one of, get taken? No, it's one of the most famous cases ever, seen by thousands and thousands of people, uh, including you know pilots and stuff. Um, and, and what if I told you? What if I told you? Okay. What if? That our own Department of Defense released a video in the New York Times... Of video of from an uh, recorded from an F-14 or F-A-18, uh, based on the carrier, the USS Nimitz, chasing two unidentified flying objects, uh, doing maneuvers and speeds that we wouldn't even think of conceivable in our next gen or our next gen or our next next gen tech. Huh? Hmm. And it was in the New York Times. What if I told you that? It was in the New York Times. It was in the fucking New York Times. The Why video. Why are we talking about this? Exactly. So then, so then you don't like. So do you think that there is alien technology, or do you not? <laughs> I think that there's, uh, and then you can go to the Japanese flight in Alaska where he saw uh, craft four times uh, from his size, uh, four cra- four times the size of his craft off his wing. Um, visual confirmation backed up by uh, data recordings from the radar there as well. So there are, there are actually real cases that require real scientific inquiry, and that's what I'm advocating. I don't know what's behind that veil. I'm just saying we don't have technology on this earth that we can conceive of to create these types of crafts. That juicy yeah. veil. Exactly. What if, what if We've already had small d dec- disclosure, you know? Yeah. yeah, people get taken up and they say they get examined. Well, see, I don't know about any of that. I'm just telling you real that stuff backed by, back yeah. by data. Some weird shit. Yeah. We're going to go uh, anal probe uh, aliens right now. Anything else you guys want to add? Uh, just <laughs> don't forget to loosen up before we get there. All right. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go get some Taco Bell. That's going to be how I get loose. Lori Douglas, don't want to find you. Uh, you can find me at Lori.Douglas on Instagram. Yeah, Twitter. and this is what happens when there's no sports. We you talk. changed <laughs> it. You changed it to Lori Douglas. I know. I stopped saying. You stopped period. saying period. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's probably better. It it's, took a I, while. I think Lori Douglas is. Lori Douglas. Yeah. Go see Lori Douglas. See us all. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Peace. That hey. Douglas. Cheers. At that dot dot.